I know there is one, one source in this universe, always present, always giving, always with us, as us. This source is always with us because it is us and we are it. We are spirit in form, always, never, ever separate. We're all connected. We are all one, all of us, all beings on this earth, all plants, all animals, all events connected as one. I invite you to take that in deep, deep inside you. That feeling, the knowing of the connection that we have, the connection that we are with each other. You are connected to me. I am connected to you. Each and everything we do, think, feel, individually affects everything and everyone else. So why not do, think, feel the good stuff, that God stuff? But love, compassion, acceptance, the knowing deep, deep within that we are all here for a reason. We are all right here right now to be the person, the light, the spirit that we have come here to be. For we are all precious souls, precious beings, having a human experience, and we are here on purpose. No one and no thing is a mistake. You are here for a reason, and when we go deep, we get glimpses of who we truly are and what our purpose is. And as we looked around earlier in each other's faces, into each other's eyes, we saw God looking back. And God and others saw God looking at them. We are that. We are connected. And when we connect visually, emotionally with someone else, we feel that God within us and we can feel the God within others. Take that in. You are spirit. I am spirit. Spirit is always present. No separation. Love does breathe through us. Always. And today as we start this service, I know exactly that what is said, exactly what is heard and felt is exactly as it should be. And each of us takes in and hears exactly what we need from this service. That is the gift of our humanness, that we are all connected and we are individuals sharing this collective experience. And with deep gratitude for each and every one of you and the gift that each of you bring, I release these words into the law that is for us, the law that always has our back, the law that says yes. I release these words and in doing so, I say and so it is. So this month, as um, I think both of our practitioners referred to, we are working with a concept of reaching higher. You know, last month we took a, a pause for guidance. That was our theme, a pause for guidance. And, you know, there was a trail that I used to hike in the Cascades. And uh, I, I love to hike that trail. It was a seven-mile hike up to an alpine lake. But around mile four, there was this lovely little spot that was followed, that followed three miles of pretty steep uphill. And I would stop there for food and rest. And I found that the biggest challenge was to continue going on to the top, was to continue to go higher. And so sometimes I would decide that that spot was good enough. That was enough for me today. And I would turn around and go back down. I learned that pauses could be both good and dangerous. They're great to rest, but they're dangerous if you don't keep on moving. 
if you don't keep on moving forward. So following our pause, we are being called to reach higher. And if you're like me, and I bet you are, you might have a little bit of a lazy inner self, my inner lazy self, which says, nah, this is good enough. And while that decision feels momentarily good, in the long run, it doesn't. It doesn't really satisfy. I always felt bad about not finishing what I had set out to do on that hike. And the reason this never feels good in the, in the long run is that life itself is always expanding, always evolving, always being more, expressing more. And we know that and we feel that at our core. See, evolution isn't something that happened a long time ago and then just stopped. You know, Evolution is an ongoing process. It's happening right now. And just as the physical world is still in the evolutionary process, the world of consciousness is also still in the evolutionary process. You and I are part of this evolutionary process. And we get to choose whether to flow with or resist that evolution. One seems more difficult at first, that going higher seems more difficult at first, but it's far more satisfying in the long run. You know, the first time that I went past that point where I had stopped before, I found the climb more gradual. The scenery was even more beautiful, and the lake was stunning. And moreover, when I came back down, I felt deeply satisfied and fulfilled. I had done what I wanted to do that day. And as I walked past my former stopping point, I remember looking at it and knowing that it would never stop me again. Now, I might consciously choose to stop there, but it wouldn't be the place that stops me. So consciousness, both individually and collectively, you and me individually, all of the world collectively, is evolving, is growing, is reaching higher. That's its eternal nature. That's the nature of consciousness. And we are being called individually and collectively to reach higher with it to go higher. Right now, there's a certain collective consciousness that you may have noticed if you've watched TV or listened to almost anything that says, let's get back to normal. But normal wasn't working on a holistic basis in the past. It wasn't working for people of color. It wasn't working for women and even a whole lot of men. It wasn't working for people outside the system. It wasn't working for the planet itself. That normal, that normal, isn't necessarily something to return to. Consciousness is saying, grow. The Talmud says that every blade of grass has an angel standing over it saying, grow, grow. So do we. We're blades of grass in consciousness. Evolutionary biologists tell us that a species, when a species is forced to transform or to grow or to evolve, not all members of the species, whether it's plant or animal, make the jump. And so those who don't are left behind to deal with the consequences. Sometimes they just disappear out of the evolutionary chain whatsoever. Other times they just stay in kind of an evolutionary backwater, while those members who do transform and grow into something new and more, they become more advanced, they become more able to deal with their surroundings. Hopefully that's you and me. At the core of evolution is 
change. I should have had uh, Brett and Amy play a little David Bowie for changes today, but that's all right. Change is, the, is at the core of evolution, an idea that we view with a range of feelings, as we all know. We have, when we encounter change, we have everything from excitement. You know, I, I once took a personality test that said, that you're the kind of person that likes to change just for the sake of changing. You know, and it was true. And at my last church I was at, we did that same personality test. And I, I, I've been told that everybody wanted to change. And, and I found out that a whole lot of other people were very much of uh, the S, is the, the say stable and the same kind of people. And so we go from excitement to, to encountering change with fingers in the ground, clawing and kicking and screaming as we go, to planting our butts on the ground or on the couch and declaring, I'm not changing nothing for nobody. None of you, but you know somebody like that. And if you don't, just look at me and you know, there's a part of me that does that too, too sometimes. So evolution, change is always happening, always, always, constantly happening. Sometimes slowly, sometimes quickly. Our CSL community is facing change, is facing evolution. We have a new building. We have a full-time spiritual home. But do we recognize the call for change? See, much will be different. Much is different as we're moving towards this, as we're moving into this new space in physical space and space in heart and consciousness. We can no longer be the same as we were. We're being called to thrive in this new change. You know, I always, long time ago, I realized churches are a laboratory. They're a place where we get to go and try new behaviors, try out new things in our lives, experiment. You know, we don't lose our jobs and we don't lose our spouses and we don't lose our kids or our money, but we get to play in this consciousness of, you know, of a good, healthy church community that supports that. We get to try out new ways of being because the changes being called forth in our CSL community echo the changes being called forth in the world community and echo the changes being called forth within each of us individually. And who is calling those changes forth? Is it some big guy in the sky says, you must change little people? Is it some cosmic teacher in a classroom, in some cosmic classroom, doling out individual and collective lessons we must learn? No, 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 no. It's none of that. We called it forth. You and me, all of us collectively called it forth. Just as I made the decision to hike that trail, we have called forth our individual and collective in evolution. Secretly or not so secretly, we want this. Many of us have called for changes in the way the world works. We've been calling for that for decades. Many of us say we want to evolve individually and collectively, and the universe has only one response to that, and that response is yes, yes. Our CSL community has been calling forth a full-time spiritual community home for years and years. And now the question for all these changes that we've been calling forth is, are we up for it? Are we actually ready to do what it takes to evolve, to change, and to grow? And the questions are similar on every single level, whether we're looking at our individual self, whether we're looking at just our CSL community, whether we're looking at the global, the whole world. The questions are very similar. 
Can we open and expand? Can we include what has previously been excluded? Yesterday during our, our monthly visioning, the phrase welcome the stranger came up. Can we welcome the stranger? Not just the person, but ideas that are, have been strangers to us in the past. Can we live in alignment with the values, both spiritual and practices, spiritual practices and values that we've claimed? Can we actually live in alignment with that? Will we manifest and provide the resources necessary for change? Individually, CSL community, globally and collectively. Will we provide the, the money, the time, the connections necessary to support evolution? In other words, will we? be willing to grow and evolve, or will we sit and say, this is enough? Where it was, was enough. You know, in many aspects of my life, I've done both. And I can say with certainty that growing, although it sometimes seems more difficult and challenging initially, and a little uncomfortable, is always more satisfying in the long run. Always, every time, more satisfying in the long run. Now, here's the good news. Here's the good news about this. Life Life itself is always reaching higher. We don't have to force it. We don't have to struggle with it. We don't have to make it happen. Life itself is already in the growth process. All we have to do is flow with it, align with it, listen, pay attention to that voice within, to the consciousness around. In our teaching, we use a, a term called mental equivalent. And a mental equivalent is just a way of saying what's normal, what's my normal. See, we all have a comfort zone. We all have a, this, this comfort zone, and we tend to stay within that zone. We know how to operate within it. The, the challenge with evolving is we move into a space that we don't know how to work it. And that's what scares most people about change. Oh, I don't know how. We all have this comfort zone. We want to get outside this comfort zone if we want to expand. In order to, to evolve, we must expand beyond our comfort zone. And we teach that if you want to expand in your life, if you want to have something different showing up out here, you have to change what's going on in here, within here first. We have to expand our mental equivalent. We have to change our sense of normal. And at first, this isn't easy. Because you and I have surrounded ourselves with things with thoughts, with patterns, with habits, with people who will hold us in the space that we've always been in. Our, if we want to break out of that, it's kind of like a rocket. If a rocket wants to break free of the gravitational field, it takes a lot of energy at first, right? Got to have this big old thruster getting it out of the, out of the uh, field of the gravitational pull. And we have surrounded ourselves with a field of gravitational pull. And so it takes energy at first. And that's why we do this in spiritual community is because grouped together, we have a greater energy than we do individually. We have support. We have powerful practitioners who can help to support you in that liftoff. But once we have that liftoff, it takes a great deal less energy to move into a new orbit, a new consciousness. Because life is already going this way. Life is already supporting this exp expression. The only question is, will you go with it? See, once an astronaut is placed in the capsule, no matter how much the astronaut kicks and screams and declares his or her unwillingness to go, 
When the rocket, which they choose, fires, they're going anyway. Guess what? Individually, CSL community-wise, globally, the rocket has fired and we're going. Take a breath. We're being launched. Now we get the choice. Kick and scream or enjoy the ride. I recommend living flat out and enjoying the ride. This whole month, this whole month, we're going to be exploring how to align with that ride, how to flow with that ride in a more powerful way, how to raise the bar in our lives higher, how to raise our consciousness higher. That's what we're going to be playing with this whole month in reaching higher. So this week, to start off, two spiritual practices. Number one, ask the question, where in my life am I being called to evolve? Where in my life? Am I being called to evolve? And how am I responding? How am I responding? And then the second practice is to increase your spiritual practice. In this time of shift and change and, and all of that, and all sorts of consciousness being up, some of which is supportive of change, some of which is not, it's, it's important to shift your, to increase your spiritual practice, to strengthen your ability to reach higher with ease and grace. It's sort of like if you're going to take on a, a more difficult athletic event, you go train a little harder to prepare for it. We're taking on a challenging event. In case you haven't noticed, these are challenging times. Not that other times haven't been, but we're in challenging times. And so, Strengthen, your, increase your spiritual practice and strengthen. So that's our two practices. Right? Uh, ask where in my life am I being called to evolve and how am I responding? And then increase my spiritual practice to gain strength in that area. Are we good with that this week? Maybe through the month, just listening to that. Great. I want to close with a, a quote from uh, Eckhart Tolle, who says, the key to transformation is to make friends with this moment. What form it takes doesn't matter. Say yes to it. Allow it. Be with it. The key to transformation is to make friends with this moment. And we have an affirmation to help support us in that process. Say this with me. I flow with change. I trust life to raise me higher. Say that again. I flow with change. I trust life to raise me higher. And so it is. And so in that consciousness, let us take a moment to open to that infinite presence, that infinite love, that infinite wisdom, that infinite wholeness that is always right here, right now, fully present. And because it is infinite, because it is all there is, each of us, each and every one of us, all of us are one of that. All of life is one of that. And so we already are one of the love and the wisdom and the wholeness that is who and what we already are. And so I speak my word that we raise our consciousness higher just to simply tune into the broadcast of spirit, the broadcast of that truth that we are 
far greater than we know, far more wonderful than we know. And to tune into the broadcast that allows us to let that speak in our lives. To let the song of spirit, the image of spirit, the feeling of spirit, the physical manifestation of spirit, to show up in our lives in the most beautiful, perfect, wonderful ways possible, we expand, we reach higher. And I am grateful for each of us who is saying yes. Yes to raising our sails and letting that wind of consciousness, that wind of spirit blow us out to sea, to explore, to adventure, to have a fabulous time. I'm grateful for the yes. And so I release this word into a law that moves it into form and expression and experience for each and every one of us, for all of us, knowing it is already doing so. We simply let go and we say, and so it is. <laughs>